Listener Production. Hi, I'm Sasha Barbigat. Welcome to this extra episode of The Briefing. We'll be dropping an additional app into the feed every day at 3pm to keep you up to date with everything going on in the world right now. Before we start, a trigger warning. This episode will be discussing suicide. Today is Are You OK Day, an annual event to raise awareness of mental health. Are You OK was set up by Gavin Larkin in 2009 after his father Barry took his own life back in 1995. Barry had never spoken of his battles with mental health. Gavin sought to change the conversation about suicide. Think about this. Nine people a day die from suicide in Australia. That is, on average, seven men, two women, one Australian every two and a half hours, more than 3,000 Aussies every year, and more than double the road toll. About one in eight Australians have seriously considered suicide. The impact of a single suicide is felt by up to 135 people, including family, colleagues, friends and first responders. And Indigenous Australians die by suicide at a rate twice as high as the non-Indigenous population. Gus Walland is founder of Gotcha for Life, a not-for-profit organisation with a goal of zero suicides, taking action by delivering mental fitness programs that engage, educate and empower local communities. And he joins me now. Gus, thanks for joining us on the briefing today. First off, I want to begin by asking, are you okay? Yes, I am. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a really busy day. I mean, one of the busiest days. And even though I've got Gotcha for Life and Are You OK is a, is a separate foundation, I think we should be doing more stuff, not just the two of us, but all the people out there doing great work to try to get the suicide rate down to zero. We should all be helping each other with ambassadors and helpers and supporters. So I'm really happy. I've been sort of been able to work on myself over the last sort of five or six years to, to be a bit more open, a bit more vulnerable with the people that I love. And doesn't mean I burst into tears every five minutes or have a deep and meaningful every time I talk, but just to be able to have a conversation when I need to, to get stuff off my mind or get stuff out of my belly that I've perhaps buried down there over the years, um, you know, I feel so much better for it. And I just hope that other people can can get enough emotional muscle to do that as well, because it's so much easier to, to get through life with a village around you rather than trying to handle it all by yourself. Yeah, and I think that touches on the idea of working on our mental health. We talk all the time about working on our fitness. How do we work on our mental fitness rather than our physical? Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, I've you've known me for years. I've battled with my weight for ages. I've dropped 40 kilos four times in the last 10 years. So I know if I'm focused on my physical fitness, then I can get the weight down and can, can kick can kick down a goal, but it's keeping it off. And it's very similar with your mental fitness. And that's why I like to call it mental fitness rather than mental health, because mental health's got a really bad rap. It makes people think that it's someone else's issue or makes you feel that your issue isn't bad enough to deal with. But if you talk about it as mental fitness, it means that you can work on it. You can chip away a little bit. You can get some exercises just like your physical fitness to make yourself better. I mean, no one no one wants to just stay an 8 out of 10 all the time. You always want to try to improve yourself and most people are much lower than that. So let's work on your mental fitness. It's a much more positive statement and it gives you an understanding that you're working on something and you're, and you're getting better. Yeah. Going back to the idea of Are You OK Day, which is today, what, what should we do if we say it to someone and they actually turn around and go, no, I'm not? What's the best yeah. response? Well, that's why people get scared with that question and which is why, you know, saying are you okay to someone on are you okay day is fantastic, but you need to actually stop, look them in the eye, ask them that question and then wait for the answer. And you've got to be available for that answer if it's not what you expect. Mm. And the main most important thing is you can't fix it right there and then. 
if someone stops and says, actually, thanks for asking, I'm not traveling that well, that's a really beautiful moment. The fact that they feel close enough to you or they care enough about you for them to tell you that, because mm-hmm. it's a really vulnerable thing to say, that's a wonderful opportunity for you to go, wow, okay, um, right, what do I do now? And it's either I don't have the time right now, but I'm glad you told me so I can help you at another time, or let's go for a cup of coffee. Let's go and have that moment. And you don't need to fix it. You don't need to come up with all the answers, but all of a sudden you're a part of their team. You're a part of their village that can actually help them moving forward, answering that question, whether it's later in the afternoon or the next day. That way you're just building a little bond between the two of you that you're going to help each other out. Because the worst thing that happens the worst thing that happens is people worry alone about something. So if they open up to you and say, actually, I'm not traveling too well, that's a really beautiful moment. And you should make sure that you respect it, not necessarily fix it, but know that you're there for the long haul in in helping them get to the answers they need. Mm, Absolutely. And yeah, you're right. It is quite powerful to be the one on the receiving end of that confidence, right? To say, thank you for trusting me. Let's work on this together. And I think that goes to your point about having a village around you so that, you know, there's a lot of people or even if it's a small group, but it's a trusted group. That's it. Trust is the key. Trust is the key. Everything, whether it's business, personal relationships, if you trust the other person and you've got that trust together, then you can conquer everything. The problem we do is we try to handle way too many things by ourselves because we don't want to be that person that drags the group down. You don't want to be that person that hasn't got their you-know-what together. Mm. You know what? Be human. Throw away perfect and just have a crack at life. Ups and downs, swings and roundabouts, it's always going to be a little bit messy. Some days are great, others aren't. If you've got a group around you, you've got a village around you, that's the absolute key because you can share those good and tougher times together. Yeah, that's so true. I want to talk about your foundation, Gotcha for Life. Tell me about what that is and what your philosophy is. Yeah, so I lost a friend of mine. Um, He was a mentor. He was a man that I truly loved. And um, my dad had left the family home when I was quite young. So this guy just came into my life. He was my cousin's boyfriend, then my cousin's husband. And he was just unreal. I just spoke to him about everything personal. I ended up working for him and in business. And he took his own life on the day that his third and final child finished their HSC. Mm. And it absolutely devastated everyone in the family, in the community. He, he was one of those blokes who had status inside of work, status outside of work. He good-looking, married, three children, and he was the most unlikely person to put himself through something like this. And he was obviously worrying alone for a long time. And I spoke about it on Triple M on the grill team, a very blokey, brekkie show. And I spoke one morning and we had 90 minutes of phone calls. We didn't play any traffic. We didn't play any news. We didn't play any music. We just took one call after another from people going, you know what, can I share my story? And it made me realise how many people are out there worrying alone and I was able to get some finance and do a show called Man Up on the ABC, which is still available. It's on their streaming service on iView. And then after that, I went, I want to do more. So I started Gotcha and we've been able to raise just over $16 million so far and give that back to people that work in suicide prevention. And really what I'd love people to work out is don't worry alone. Find someone in your life, whether it's a friend or a family member or a professional. So you're telling someone what's truly going on in your mind, what's truly going on in your life. You can fake it till you make it with absolutely everyone except this person. And if you've got more than one person, then you're a lucky duck. So just don't worry alone about stuff. And we've been going six years and, you know, I I do the drive show now on Triple M, which is a bit of fun and a bit of banter and balance for me. But, you know, my my passion and, and what I want to be remembered for is got you for life. And trying to get the suicide rate down to zero. We have 65,000 attempts a year. That's one every few minutes. So it's not good enough. And it's time not just to talk about it, 
but to actually put some action in place to get people the emotional muscle to stick their hand up and ask for help. And that's really what Got you for life in a nutshell is all about. Yeah, it's so powerful. And and you talked there about, you know, being a good mate, being a good family member, and also working as a community to be better. I wanted to ask you about younger Aussies as well. What is it that we need to be teaching our kids so that they're more prepared for uncertainty? There's increasing presence of social media and peer pressure. And obviously mm. we see a lot of suicide in young people. What are we yep. missing there? What do we need to do better? Yeah, you're right. The number one way to die if you're a young Australian male is suicide. That's age between 15 and 44. So for me, it's like, wow, we can't continue to do the same thing over and over again, expect to get a different result. We need to step up. And that means that the youngsters will be teaching the the parents and the parents will be teaching the grandparents about what it takes to be a man and a woman today compared to when the rules were set all those years ago. And the rules are different now. The world is a different place. When grandma and granddad grew up and when mum and dad grew up, it's a different place for your kids to be growing up. So listen to them. Don't stand there old school telling them, oh, well, when I, when I was when I was young, this is what I do. The world's a different place now. So wake up to that and be really better at listening and understanding that the kids are going through a very different thing to what we used to go through. And that's going to take patience. It's going to take a lot of work from sort of middle-aged to older Australians to understand that. So that's a really, really key factor. And every time we have like a father and son night or a parents and children night, that's the main thing that comes out of it. The main message is mum and dad, stop and listen. Stop just standing there and and being an adult just like your mum and dad were. Mm. It's hard work for everyone. But believe me, you don't want to go through a, a drama. You don't want to go through a death, a suicide, an attempt of suicide for you to pick up the message that it's a different world now and you've got to be better. So true. Before I let you go, Gus, I wanted to leave our listeners with something that I actually got to benefit from you. We work together at SCA and Listener mm-hmm. and you did a seminar and what you encouraged everyone to do was to send a text message to someone, mm. a friend or a family member who maybe they hadn't spoken to in a while, just saying, hey, I love you, I miss you, I hope I see you soon. What's yeah. the power in that? And you know, why would you encourage people listening today to do that? Yeah, there's a couple of things. The power in it, it's really simple. So you don't need to have the conversation face-to-face like in the movies or on TV where you're looking at someone deeply into their eyes with tears rolling down your face. That's a really difficult conversation to have. If you can simply send a text message saying, I love you, I miss you, see you soon, kiss hug, kiss hug, it just makes a little connection. And that's what I'm talking about. There's so many people at the moment that are lonely. There's so many people that have lots of people around them, but they're a little bit disconnected. We take relationships a little bit for granted. So this is an opportunity to start a slightly deeper connection with someone. And it starts with a simple text, which we can all do. We all feel comfortable doing it. And it might start a conversation that could change your life or could change their life. It's not the text message for you that sends it. It's for the person that receives it. The person receives it all of a sudden, a little bit of unconditional love for them to realize they've got someone thinking about them, someone caring about them. It's just really great. And it starts a conversation with what, what, why did you send me that for? Mm. Or someone rings up and goes, that's a bit weird. We never talk to each other that way. And you go, you know what? I've just learned this new thing. I want to connect with the people that I love. And it starts a slightly different conversation. And that's leading with some vulnerability. And vulnerability, I think, in the end is a really good place for people to go to because it shows that you're human and you're available to look after the people that you love. So basically work out who your village is, who are your people that you love the most and you couldn't imagine living without. 
send them all that text message. I love you. I miss you. See you soon. Kisak, kisak, and see what happens. It really is a very nice thing to be connected to the people that you love. Gus Walland, we love your work. Thank you so much for joining us on the briefing today for Are You OK Day. I'm off to send my text message now. My absolute pleasure anytime. Bye-bye. That was Gus Walland, founder of Gotcha for Life and co-host of Triple M's Rush Hour. To learn more about the foundation and how you can help someone who's doing it tough, go to gotchaforlife.org. For more information on Are You OK Day, including advice on what to do if someone asks you for help, go to areyouok.org.au. And if you or someone you know needs to speak to someone right now, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. There is always someone to take your call. That's 131114. And that is it for this episode of The Briefing. Thanks for your company. Tom and the team will be back tomorrow morning from 6.00.